welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. It's main episode time, everyone. I know I didn't post up anything on Monday in regards to Lost Media Mondays. I might do something on Friday for you all and call it um, Follow-Up Friday or Fun Friday or something like that. Uh, Who knows what I'll do. Uh, Depends on how I feel. In regards to why no episode was posted up last week, if you've been following our social media, which is linked in our uh, description down below or above, depending on what platform you listen to us on, uh, you would have known that uh, we didn't really do an episode last week or episodes because both me and Sasha were not feeling at 100%. And it's kind of hard to speak through a head cold and all that, so we'd rather take time off and heal. Um, And one of the reasons why I didn't post up anything on Monday is because uh, still kind of healing and still kind of drained. Both me and Sasha are not as young as we once were. So please forgive that. Again, something might be posted up on, on Friday. And we'll try to get back on schedule next week. Uh, I know I've been saying that. I know you guys and gals out there are probably thinking, we'll believe it when we hear it. But still, uh, in granted, we chit-chat and go all over the place in our pre-show. But in the main show, we talk about uh, our usual weird news story of the week that usually entails a Florida man or a Florida person of sorts. Uh, we have a trailer trash uh, segment, our second one that we're trying out on a new format, and uh, talking about, uh, which is, for those of you that are new to the show, it's something where me and Sasha talk about uh, trailers or movie synopsis of horror movies, action movies, or sci-fi films, or even fantasy films that are out there that are might be B-movies or movies that are flying underneath radar or movies that folks nowadays have not seen before. So, uh, you guys and gals out there might be interested in that. Plus, we go and touch on low-cal news uh, in regards to that. And before we go into uh, actual nerd news or geek news and... One of the things we forgot to talk about, which I'll uh, touch on a little bit at the end of the show, is Carl Weathers' passing. Uh, everybody knows him from Predator, Rocky, Mandalorian. Uh, we'll, we'll go into that after, uh, at the end of the show, or might, me and Sasha might talk about it next week amongst the other nerd news re- regards to it. But you'll notice that me and Sasha are trying to get our groove back uh, because of being sick. It just tosses everybody off. Uh, we also talk about, but we talk about uh, a photo that kind of popped up that came off as a promotional photo for the new Borderlands movie, which got uh, a little bit of conversation of the description about it, the little bit of the Borderlands lore, the the drama that's going on, in a little bit of the Borderlands community. Uh, tied uh, maybe upcoming with uh, Borderlands 4 uh, later this year when the, the movie's dropping. Uh, 
how one particular YouTuber, Morning After Kill, is seemingly or part of the center of the drama going around. Uh, so that that's interesting. And uh, as stated, Morning After Kill, if you're listening to this, more than happy to have, like it's stated in the main part of the show, we're more than happy to have you on. And if you're listening now, uh, it's about midway in, maybe about an hour into it, you'll hear us talking about borderland so again that invitation is open to you uh we also talk about the upcoming dark tower uh television series that's going on we talk about the movie the movie that was out uh going on 10 years ago i think came out in 2017 uh but uh because i'm the resident i won't say Stephen king nerd but uh, I'm the resident Dark Tower fan, and I give my thoughts about that. So it's shorter than usual, but on par for what we have to talk about in regards to overall length. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode. So let's get into the meat and taters of it by me saying, Hey, George, hit the button, will you? We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Shock and Terror, with Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in Sasha After Dark, the Podcast of Darkness Reboot. Spin that wheel. Oh God, that's a hip-hop classic. Where'd that come from? You have to figure in regards to hip hop, the whole aspect from uh, the infamous Snoop Dogg uh, song that's pretty much da 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 da. That starts da 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 da. The whole the motherfucking uh, D double G. Yeah. Snoop yeah, Dogg. That. The the start to that, the little bit of a beat that he samples in that was in essence written in the seventies by the guy who passed away, um, by the guy who played Ducky in NCIS, like the like sixties early seventies. Which was like, just like, wait a minute. Ducky made something that influenced hip-hop? Hey, you'd be surprised. They sample a lot of stuff. Yeah. Busta has sampled, um... Sampled John Carpenter's stuff a good bit. Like the opening of, uh... Uh, what's that called? Kurt Russell. Wow, that's like 90% of his movies. Uh, Escape from New York. Yeah. The opening credit. He sampled that. Pharaoh Monch, though, samples the Godzilla song, and I love that song. It's my alarm setting for the cell phone, like, while I'm at work. Wake the fuck up. How have you been this week? Yeah, been dealing with a little bit of a head cold, but otherwise it's a week. It's a week without Al. Got another week to get through. Uh, did you say you've been having a head cold? Yeah, head and chest. 
started off the week with a head cold myself. I hate head colds. Players in D seems to do the trick. Most over-the-counter does not do the, anything for me. Oh, no. The Clarence and D I get, you got to have a pharmacist for. It's got the good good in it. Let me put it like this. About the only th- last time something over-the-county, over-the-counter that actually worked a little bit was not, well, technically it's not classified as pharmaceutical. It's classified as Captain Morgan. <laughs> yeah, the 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 stuff I normally get is like far from over the counter. It's the stuff where like we need to see ID, you need to sign for it, blah blah blah. But like, the main the reason why you can get over the counter, it, it's junk. When I get uh, when I last talked to my uh, general practitioner about my head colds, and like she's like, this is before she this was last year before she retired. She's like, how you doing? I'm like getting a head cold. I hate it. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I, I get overly either depending if I get around two, I get it twice, and I get hypersensitive. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, what do you mean by that? It's like, listen. You don't, she's like, yeah, some people, t-. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm, I said, right now, I'm maybe about 10 to 12 a week, 10 to 12 feet away from that sink, right? She said, yeah. I'm like, I'm able to smell the metal in the sink from where I'm at. And how I could probably tell you if one, the people that clean that sink used bleach and how long ago they, u- they used it. And, at times, I could probably taste the metal from where I'm where I'm standing. She went, "What? Yeah, that's how yeah. bad my hypersensitivity gets." And she was like, "That's weird." I said, "It is, but I don't." Let me put it like this: If my mom was still alive, and she she told me, "It's like, listen, we need to go to uh, the J.C. Penney's in the Hagerstown Mall," I'd be like, "No." No, no, ask somebody else. And it should be like, why? good chance you ask me why. It's like, listen, good chance you go, the place you want to go means that you're going to be crossing from one end of the perfume counter to the other. And right now, that normally that drives me through the, the loop. It, the way yeah. I am now, it's going to drive me insane. No, no, I, no way. Huh. And, let me put it like this. On the upside, I was able to smell popcorn that's built on a conveyor belt when I worked for FedEx that was cleaned up three days prior. Ugh. And that's how faint it was. Um, I was able to... I wish I was able to uh, legally ask without getting in trouble, but... Good chance I was able to smell somebody's feminine hygiene product. Uh, uh, um, not because it was used, just because it smelled like. Uh, best way to d- describe it is band aid. Yeah, like like that. Um, that's it. Not used band aid, but just like it was just freshly opened. 
And mm-hmm. normally most people, and if I'm on the, you know, I wouldn't have been able to tell, but because I was hypersensitive, I was able to smell it. And it was like, that's something you don't want to ask out in the open without actually getting in trouble yeah. at work. And I'm like, I hate having a cold. I hate having a cold. I hate this process. But right now, it doesn't seem like knock on wood. I'm not getting around to and I'm in the stages of I'm just fucking tired. I just want to sleep. Parts of me, I just want to just rest and relax and recoup. If you know what I mean about that shit. Younger folks, if you're getting uh, don't believe what they say. Getting old sucks. Yeah, tell me about it. I ain't getting any younger. They all told us it was all happiness and rainbows. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, It's hard to believe that, like, back in the day, a lethal weapon, like, uh, dude, uh, Murtaugh? Yeah, Murtaugh. Murtaugh? I'm getting too old for this stuff. He was just in his mid to late 30s. Right. (laughs) Seriously? We didn't like, understand which, it then. We understand that shit now. It's like shit. Because of the head cold, I, I'll put it here in the pre-show. I, I got heard work because of uh, us being a little bit sick and everything this past week, and that motivation just tanks. Uh, I would have had to. I wouldn't have classified it as. Uh, Local news or anything like that. It would have been under geek news or whatever. Um, but I'll put it here. Now, if you want to talk about it when I that way I can do more research or find out more. But it's like blink and I missed it. Apparently, some author. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go into it deeply. So I'll just try to do the TDLR right now for it. Uh, apparently. Oh, let me close that because I ain't dealing with Facebook Messenger and people. Oh, trying to I message just me. sent you my trailer, so you have it. Oh, um, oh, you've always just let me know about that. Um, basically, yeah, post it later. Um, basically, uh, what he did was he sent out a press release for his latest book to um, a majority of female influencers on either TikTok or Instagram and had them in that release saying, could you promptly, you know, promote my book and review it? And if you do review it and want to promote it, please promote it in such a way that you are unclothed, but it is covering up your naughty bits, to put it politely. Yeah. And I, I want to... Um, I heard about it briefly and somebody I was talking to was talking about it on Facebook real, real briefly. I'm like, I might've heard something, you know, somebody joking about it on a quick bid on TikTok, uh, saying it's like, well, if you want women to do this, why don't you have guys do this? And I said, listen, tell me the TDLR what's going on that way, because I don't, I might have it just a, uh, cursory knowledge of what's going on. Just let me know what's going on. And I want 
I don't have that pre prepared of what was said, what the details were. I just know that was the root cause. Uh, he's been piled on or, you know, uh, I think his promoter dropped him. I don't know if the the folks that are releasing his books also dropped him. I don't know. I just want to have – that's just, folks, if you want to uh, hear more or want me to explain a little bit more and do further research as to what's going on, please leave a comment on where you can leave a comment. Email us at – at least me at longcoatmafiagmail.com. And let us know. I'll try to dig a little bit deeper and try to do some uh, quasi uh, <laughs> journalism for it. And um, if anything, I want to uh, maybe next week because it's Sunday. It's the last day of MegaCon uh, down in Florida. Um, let me talk to a uh, buddy of mine that's out of Florida. He's at MegaCon. He's probably today's the last day at uh, Megacon. Uh, I want to see if he wants to come on our, at least want to come on our show um, next week if he's available and talk about Megacon because he's been there. He does. Uh, I've known this guy for a good many years. He runs Geek World Order. Um, the uh, he his geek site's Geek World Order. He does a lot of like uh, Transformers reviews. He does GI Joe stuff as well, and he does a lot of photos at. Um, Florida conventions. I'll see if he wants to come on and talk about uh, Megacon and his experiences down there. So that could be a thing. Let me let me do some digging and tap some shoulders and you know poke a couple of people with a, a stick. It's been a busy folks. It's been a busy week for me. I'm sure it's been a busy week for Sasha and us trying to heal has been everything and us trying to kind of get back into the habit it's weird so we're still uh, trying to find been a week it's been a week and we're trying to get our groove back it's not 2024 has been hitting us hard so please forgive us yeah at least we're getting the mean mugs and shoulder shrugs out of the way now right so uh, I'll get in touch with him when he's not busy and all that. Good chance we've always recorded on a Sunday the last couple of times. But if anything, I'll ask him if he wants to do something on like on Tuesday night. We'll talk about it. See if anything like that. Um, do a team up. It's been a while since we got in touch. You'll like him. He's he's interesting. Hell, I'll, I'll extend a couple of wild branches and see if anybody else wants to hop on and just talk or rant about what's going on. But who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see, folks. And uh, if it's my end, I'll try to be keeping. Uh, when is the 16th? 16th is, what, two weeks away? Something like that. Something like that. And good chance. I've been trying. Basically, like a lot of. Uh, this is me not insulting my bosses in any way shape or form yeah good chance yeah this week next week um uh this is not me ragging on my boss this is me just you know venting a little bit uh pretty much the company that handles the paychecks for my nine to five fucked my pay my bosses didn't fuck my pay um the company that handles the paychecks fucked my pay um, 
for whatever reason, they paid me 10 hours less this week than they should have when they should have paid me between eight. Um, pretty much when I looked at my time card in the, my jobs POS system, time card POS system, it had me down for the past two weeks as at least close to 36 hours. They paid me 25 hours, but my mm -hmm. boss, when she looked, when she looked at uh, her end of things, it had me for at least 33 hours and change. So uh, I gave her, she has the screenshots of, not screenshots, me taking up my phone and just click at the POS and what my pace stub said. And she's going to handle it on her edge. So good chance me. I'm going to put it like this. Me being the, uh, I want to say negotiate. I'm like, listen, I, I think I told him, like, listen, if you're able to at least get me the 30, the like six or seven hours that I'm missing, uh, at least that, what's on set on your end, I'll pay. I'm I'm cool. You know, that sort of thing. It's like, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not going to argue for the full, you know, whatever, but if that's what's showing up in your screen, I'll take it. It beats what, you know, I'm lacking. So and she's been cool. And they my even my uh her partner or I think her her, her husband or whatever he he is, um a partner, husband, whatever. Um like both he said told me last night, it's like, listen, we're getting a lot of great reviews from you. It's like that's why we're, that's why um I won't say I'm not untouch nobody's untouchable at work. But they they're enjoying the reviews that I'm getting from the customers. So, folks, come on down if you want to toss axes. Come see me during the evenings, Wednesday through Saturdays. I'll help you out. <laughs> and depending on how busy I am, uh, we'll try to get you started on at a reasonable time. So, Sasha could vouch for me. Yep, not that my word means much of anything. Right, ne neither does mine. So. But let's see what else. Let's see what else we could probably talk about. Gonna... Yeah, speaking of that, like I ran into somebody the other day and they're like, oh, I've heard so much about you. And I'm like, bad, good. And they're like, well, it wasn't all that great. And I'm like, oh, they're like, but trust me, you're far better than what they describe. I'm like, well, I'm glad to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him square. I'm like, you know, I, I, I don't suffer bigots easily. And most people would rather go and run their mouth and say Sasha's this, Sasha's that. And if you look into why, you might understand why they might have got a blast of shit from me. It, I, I'm always like, I assure you, rarely is it ever unwarranted. I kind of feel like uh, you ever read the Dark Horse Alien Runs of comics? Uh, no, but I do know about them. That's about. That's about there, it. There was in one of the series that they had. I'm trying to think of what it was called, but uh, they this uh, group of scientists had developed like an artificial like xenomorph, but it was like a, a a synth, of course, so it could speak and do all kinds of things. And I guess they thought the synth was never paying attention. And I just love when he kills the final guy with like this cigar he had laced with a virus and it meant for somebody else. And like throughout the comic, you see that the robot holds onto the cigar and the, the, the xenomorph looking synth smokes the, the cigar. 
And he's pretty much telling his boss off. He's like, yeah, well, I know an asshole when I see one and just smokes this virus laced cigar in his face just to off him. And I'm like, yeah, I relate to that robot. (laughs) Killer machines. What can I say? I'm just looking at folks. I'm just looking at uh, some of the other topics that we could probably talk uh, um, tonight. And just growing, just my my source is pretty much Google recommendations. And one of the articles that popped up were headlines. I know it's from Variety. I know I'm reacting just to a fucking headline. Um, it, the headline is, you can play Doom using gut bacteria, but the frame rate is atrocious. You're bitching about the fucking frame rate, but you're completely ignoring that somebody smart enough managed to get gut bacteria to play fucking doom <laughs> shows you the world that we live in motherfuckers like wait a minute aren't you should be impressed first and foremost that somebody managed to do that this is what i want people to look at what does tim burton want to do next well, he's got yeah. beetlejuice beetlejuice getting ready to drop everybody's been losing their crap about that we can talk about that because that comes out 9-6, because they finally dropped the release date, because I guess there's, like, posters out. I was excited for it, but me, I'm kind of like, because I kind of introduced him to Beetlejuice, so it's new to him. Whereas me, like, when did the original Beetlejuice come out? 88, 89? Something like that, and... And it's like, I've set for a while, I've heard... Rumors of about a sequel for the longest time, like some of the earliest ones where Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian, which just sounds like something that could have only been made in the cocaine days of the 80s. But it never came to fruition. And now we're getting this. And don't get me wrong. I love Jenna Ortega. She's great in everything that she's been in. Um, Some people people are complaining that right now because of everything she's in. She might be a little bit overhyped. I think she's all right. But she is a little bit uh, okay of an actor, but or say actress. But the the, the aspect of like Beetlejuice, it, it's a little bit right now. I'll say this. Am I going to watch it? Good chance. Yes. Um, is it going to be a bunch of member berries, if you want to coin a South Park term? Um, more than likely. Um uh, just that the ever since you know, what's her name uh, that played Lydia Dietz, she is clearly not the same actress she was back then. I I don't I don't see her playing the weird spooky goth girl anymore. I mean, granted, yes, she's probably grown up and she's the mom of Jenna Ortega's character, but to me, it's kind of you mean Winona Ryder? Yeah, yeah. Like she did Beetlejuice pre shoplifting sprees. Okay, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just feel, you know, like it's it's just, and, and then Michael Keaton, yeah, they've got makeup, they can de-age him, make him look, but I'm like, eh, and he's a corpse, you know, there, there shouldn't be any sign of aging for a ghost. I would hope not, because, man, if that's what waits us after death, no wonder ghosts haunt people. They're like those old men that yell at you on the front porch. <laughs> my my question would be is I know uh pre-show it would the the bring back 
the same realtor to try to sell that house again. Is he even still alive? Because wasn't he Who? also not the realtor? Um, the guy that they get for the exorcist. That's who I was thinking of. To help with the exorcism, the guy who's all spiritual and into all the weird stuff. He was the same guy from Demolition Man, who's kind of like this, I thought the bad guy. The, the thing is, with, bad guy. <laughs> the thing is, I thought he was the one. I know. Um, between, I think it was maybe the early two Ks, if not the early two thousand tens. It came out. It was either him or the dad. In from Beetlejuice, what would have been uh, one of the writer's character's dad uh, was a kind of like a child predator or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they've uh, recast that type of stuff before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if it was that spiritual person that or the dad was was that. I just don't remember. It's been that far back. I just remember there was some controversy that he was... I don't know if it was like he had CP or he was and it, it was one of them that was into some weird crap like 10, 15 years ago or something like that. I don't mind, folks, I don't mind. This is one of the few times I don't mind Sa Sasha checking me. It's just that I remember uh, he was some into some weird crap like 10, yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah, who's not in Hollywood anymore? Right, right. I, I, I've been going through lolcals lately and just like, ugh. And these are just regular, well, I wouldn't say that they're regular, but they're just run-of-the-mill average people who don't have money. And the people who have money are far worse. But, of course, they have the money to cover it up most of the I, time. <laughs> see, that's the thing. It's like, if... The average John or Jane Doe does it. I mean, the average John or Jane Doe does it. It's, oh, my God, let's, you know, let's drag them out to the street and whoop their ass. But if it's some sort of celebrity, politician, musician. Even average uh, people, they don't do that stuff to anymore. It, but but I, I'm saying, but when it comes to, like, a celebrity or a politician or, you know, a musician or something like that, that's a real high level or popular, it comes out, oh, they've been doing this. Oh, if they have to do that, it's okay. That that celebrity lifestyle or that political lifestyle is always stressful. Well, no. It just no, came out it's not it. okay. But you want to hear okay. something really messed up, as terrible as it's going to make me sound? So word just got out that of all the people to go to that island, Stephen Hawking was one right. of them. And I'm just like, wait. <laughs> is this is this before the chair? Right. Is it yeah. Or and, is it during the chair? Did 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 he need some assistance with you know beating the brakes off of his wheelchair, so to speak? <laughs> I'm going to hell. And the thing is, during that whole that whole aspect of like uh, Stephen Hawking coming out, at, uh, I say the list showing Stephen Hawking's going to that list. You had this whole drama with Cat Williams having going on the podcast and releasing a whole mess of fucking drama, or right, calling people out. And everyone's like, and I'm watching all this. Like, wait a minute, 
what list? And people are like, oh, it's this list. It's this list. It's like, well, this please, <laughs> please that you have this is... the Epstein list and you have the Cat Williams list. Yeah, you please have a list. Be a little bit. You everybody it, has a list. <laughs> Please be a little bit more specific, you know. You know, remember the days back in the day when people be like, yeah, it's Hollywood. They're, they're a bunch of freaks. We, we we get that, you know. And like now it's like now we're holding people accountable and nothing wrong with that. I mean, I know a lot of people like the piss and moan about council culture, but I'm kind of like, well, sometimes it's kind of necessary, you know, because sometimes it's consequence culture because there are way too many people in the world who will look the other way, you know, while people are doing some screwed up crap, kind of like that burglar a while back. I broke into that guy's house and found tons and tons and tons of CP. And it's like, yeah, of course, the burglar called the cops. <laughs> he didn't catch a charge, but he's like, you know, I got to call this in, you know, and and to me, it's like sometimes there needs to be accountability. You know, these people can't go on with their lives. You know, they, how can I put it best? If you put a positive public Im image out there and you try to pretend to be something you're not, and then on the sly, you're eating babies, somebody's going to call you out on it. And you, you need to be called. And half the people that bitch about, oh, woke this and cancel culture, that's like, what do you all have in your closet? What would you be ashamed of? Granted, 90% of them are slack-jaw yokels who are either fucking their cousin or the pig. Six of one, half a dozen the other. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and the thing is, what gets me and probably a bunch of other folks is like, when it comes to some things, it's like, when it's called out, like, hey, this person is doing X, Y, and Z, which is illegal, immoral, unethical, or that, and you have their defenders say, oh, just leave, again, leave, like, why are you backing these fuckers? What they're doing is sick and twisted or unethical or illegal. You should, it doesn't matter if they are a celebrity or politician or exactly. it, it, or Joe Schmo who CEO, mows the lawn. Or if you wouldn't let Joe Schmo, who mows the lawn or lives down the street, get away with that crap. You shouldn't let someone on the level of Mark Zuckerberg or a politician or a celebrity or a sports star go with that. Exactly. And, like, and if you tell me, oh, there's no, there is no difference. There's no excuse. It's none. It's, it's like when I had this conversation with somebody once. I used Nightmare on Elm Street as an example. I'm like, so you're legit telling me the parents at Elm Street weren't justified in what they did? Well, 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 I'm like, you know. <laughs> there, like, let me put it like this. There is a reason why when you speak to folks that were in prison for something that was, yes, if you're in prison, good chance or high chance you've done something illegal yep. and there is a if you went into uh not uh good chance if you were in there convicted convicted of like child abuse child endangerment uh sexual assault uh yeah but there's abuse. so many ways you can get off on a conviction nowadays 
But I mean, I'm saying if you're in there for like child molestation, child endangerment, or something like that, you are perchance, even elder abuse. I mean, look at or Chris even Hayden. elder abuse. They they got all on technicality. But I'm saying if you're in there and you're convicted, they the good chance if you're oh, not yeah. take uh, if you're you. in pop, yeah, they, by take care they're gonna beat your ass. To oh yeah, or or there's dead. honor among thieves. That there might, even though there might not be honor amongst thieves, but there is a line. Oh yeah, and and yeah, it's like that's why I. Dahmer didn't last people, too long in prison. Look at that stuff. I'm, I'm quite sure people look the other way on that. That's why I tell folks like, listen, if I'll, I'll put it like this, I'm not again. Sasha knows I will not name names. I'm not gonna. Because there's a good chance. I'm surprised uh, because the Tiger I, uh, King is is still kicking right. in prison. Because you know, hardened criminals are still soft on animals. You know, right? But what, what I'm saying is, um, I don't know names. I don't know who who listens to the show. Uh, but I do know the states that tend to listen. Every now and again, Ohio pops up on the. You know, I want some White Castle. Um, uh, in who in essence what areas listen so i know ohio pops up every now and again private message chris we'll hook but, you up with an address so we can get some white castle but let me i feel like this i know my ex lives in ohio so that's why i'm saying that when oh, hi ho <laughs> <laughs> and i put it like this when i've told folks i think i told you you know sasha knows tell my ex uh, told me she was sexual assaulted. And I've told people because of that, I would have gone to prison mm -hmm. attacking the person who who did that to her. And I would have uh, probably would have had respect in prison if I told them and handed over my paperwork. Yeah, I assaulted. I If it went that far, unalived, the person that sexually assaulted my girl. I would have had at least some respect in there. Because I didn't do the sexual assault or abuse, I hurt the motherfucker that did it. Nope. So you should did it with a sling blade and then talked with an accent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, I like that potted meat. Mm -hmm. French fried taters. French fried. No bigger than a weren't no bigger than a squirrel. Y'all not done them things. <laughs> yeah. I think you can pull it off. There you go. Your Halloween costume for the year. You get to be Sling Blade. <laughs> but I wonder how many people would get that reference at this point. Well, I don't think I. I don't think I fully get that reference yet. So Sling is it anime? Sling, yeah. You know the Billy Bob Thornton movie where he was committed for killing this guy. I think he killed. He didn't kill his father. He killed somebody else that was just a ripe asshole, and he used a lawnmower blade to do it. And he goes oh, into I, the I asylum. Did, I didn't think. I didn't see that. I didn't see that movie. It it it's good. It's it's good because it's Billy Bob Thornton, good old Thornton. Playing the role of somebody who has some intellectual problems, but he knows the difference between right and wrong. And yeah, because he finds out he's abusing this kid and 
Sling Blade's like, nope, screw that. <laughs> he literally goes, I think you might want to go ahead and call 911. <laughs> and it's just funny because he walks in with a blade and the guy's like, are, are you planning on killing me with that? Yes. What should I do? You might want to call 911. <laughs> but all overall, uh, because of me being uh, sick and all the stuff that drains and all that, I've been working on my, uh, my in essence, the Wishmaster 1 and 2 voice. I mean, the original guy that did the gin. The, you know the guy that I was... Oh, yeah. Uh, Victor Demoff. No, not Victor Demoff. That's, that's the cop I know. Oh, what is his name? But, he, but you, you know who I'm talking about. He shows up as one of the cops that gets killed by the Master in the beginning of the Strain series. Yeah, and he he's he was on Lost for a little bit. In a couple yeah. of episodes, and he's, but he's voice, a good actor. Andrew did uh, off that him voicing him. He does a beautiful job playing the gin in the first two movies, but he, the way he has the talking uh, when he talks as the gin, like just to let you know, and he has that like a little bit like I know what you did. As that like a little extra syllable or a little extra constant, like yeah. did like. It same makes it sound a little bit creepier, a little bit more evil. And I'm he's well known for playing several villains. Obviously, the titular character in the first two Wishmaster films, the villain in Another Forty Eight Hours, the villain in A Low Down Dirty Shame, one of the villains in Air Force One. He's been a villain in CSI Miami, and of course in Lost. And the thing is, this was the funniest thing I was watching. I wouldn't say funny, but it was the most interesting thing. And it was the behind the scenes for I think the first Wishmaster, and they were interviewing the cast. They're like, "You know how he he's able to get that uh that voice down? How he is?" And the, the you hear the interview, you go, "How? It's like he eats gummy bears. It's the it just brings out the like the flemminess of his voice, and that's how he, he's able to get that reverberation in his throat." And it. it it's how he was able to do it. It was just like downing gummy bears, like handfuls of gummy bears to get that phlegm up. Him so and to... uh, the guy from Warlock, I, I feel, was very underrated villains for the era. Like, they should have got more attention. Um, yeah. oh, What's his name? Julian Sands. Yeah. You yeah, had like... a lot of that. You had a lot of good actors that played villains they they i won't say they chewed the scenery but they acted the fucking hell out of their roles the guy in brain scan who played the jester he was like a classically trained like theater actor as well as a mime and he's only ever done that one role and i'm like that is such a waste you know what i mean because he was brilliant in brain scan you ever see that one i i remember seeing brain scan like Maybe once or twice as a kid, and it'll, folks, this will lead into our uh, trailer for the week because I found one of the movies I watched like once or twice as a kid. I made it maybe about two thirds of the way through, and we'll probably talk about it when we talk about the the trailers in the actual show. So, hey, you and, have Tubi, right? What Tubi? Yeah, you have Tubi. Yeah, Brain Scan's on there. To, you can watch that tonight. I, I suggest you check it out. It's got Edward Fur, uh, Furlong, 
you know, it's after T2, but before he kind of did that horrible remake of, uh, oh, what's it called? Main character's name is Angela. She's having a party. It's at some mortuary. Night of the Demons. Yeah, but it's before he did that and that stupid Crow sequel. So he's still like a little kid and he still has that teenage energy about him. And he's actually decent in that role. Um, but it's worth watching because he kind of runs the local school horror club. And of course, he brings in some gory movies and the teacher it's supposed to be supervising. It finally pays attention. It's like, what the hell are you showing students? And he gets kicked out. of His horror club gets canceled and he hears about like the game in like uh, Fangoria magazine, which is kind of cool. And uh, gets the game and all this weird stuff happens and it kind of blurs the line between reality and the game. And ah, I don't want to spoil it. Watch it. But the Jester character from the game that pops out of the game to taunt him and intimidate him. Brilliant. I did pick up on for my Xbox. Uh, again, it's some. I'll say it's similar to um, like Freeform and Tubi. It's mm -hmm. called Plex. It's called Plex. Yeah, I mean it, it. It has a lot of free shit on it, and that's how I was able to. I switched it over to YouTube, watching it on there because I didn't want to deal with the ads on Plex. Nothing against Plex at all. Just I wanted to see um, it all over on YouTube and have it there. But either way, whatever happened to that one horror streaming channel um, that existed? It was kind of like a spinoff of um, Popcorn Flicks. I think it was like Fright Flicks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like I can still download the app for it, but you try to load it, it will load nothing. And it's weird. And like it even had a recent update, but you still can't run anything on it. But oh, I love that one. A Any lot more, of stuff. Shutter Shutter is like the best. I mean, like Shutter's like $5 a month and I I think that's like the cheapest streaming channel around. And and the thing is, you had a lot of as of right now, you have a lot of stuff available for like Apple TV, um, Roku, Google Play TV, stuff like that. But when it comes to folks that are that you like myself and maybe like you that or anybody else out there that uses their consoles as their Roku boxes or whatever, there's virtually nothing for it or it's so limited for to watch some of the stuff that is actually out there uh oh it's streaming on the roku channel and plex evolver the one i sent you a trailer for okay so oh that's cool yeah because i was telling jordan about it online a little bit ago and he's like that sounds dope i was like yeah it's like before all the killer AI stuff that came out, I said the plot is very similar to um, what's it called? Uh, Small soldiers. You know, they use like a war chip and a, a robot toy for kids and it takes it seriously. And that came out even before small soldiers did. I know. Uh, I think it was either. Tubi or freeform. That had it. It was, uh, I think it was like Munchies. I remember seeing that in the early 80s. Oh, the Munchies? Yeah, they're yeah. good. Like the, um, first, the first one's good. After that, it gets weird. It was like Munchie or Munchies. It was like the uh, guy 
goes down to Peru, finds like a statue or something like that. Yeah, and it was like yeah, it, it was like a gremlin. Yeah, um, and I was listening to the uh, "How Did This Get Made?" One of the few celebrity podcasts that I, the only celebrity podcast that, or I say one of the two celebrity podcasts that I listened to, um, they were talking about about that, and I was like, yeah, I think it's on uh, Freeform or you know. Tubi, I want to, you know, it's been years since I watched it. I want to, you know, go back and I want to say relive my childhood, and but I want to see if it kind of lives up to the memory I had of seeing some of this shit when I was like, yeah, all the sequels went like the kid movie route, but that first one and maybe the second one I think are straight up horror films. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, when you watch something once or twice as a you know 11 12 maybe even 13 year old uh movies tend to hit a little bit different so you might want to watch them like once or twice as an adult to sound see like if drugs. they actually they, they hit mm-hmm. different <laughs> they hit different as an adult like like my go-to mo- example is sasha's gonna probably go let me guess life force <laughs> life force <laughs> No, that's his not crack cocaine. One. No, uh, not that one. The one I, I want to use as an example is uh, pure and simple perform school Crashing girls. Next, got, got, got any of that life force? <laughs> is, it, like, it, is it the original theatrical or or, or the extended director's cut? <laughs> uh, I found I I see where my the DVD of. Uh, my DVD copy of Reform School Girls is is, but I have to get to it to get it out so I can pop it in my uh PS4 so I can watch it with commentary. Oh God, I I I've watched it every since uh my teenage years. I'm like, how is this not softcore porn and why is it only rated R? <laughs> you know the lead in in Life Form. Is Life also Force. the lead in Blue Monkey. <laughs> it's like at first he goes from making out with William Shatner to fighting a giant rubber insect monster for a Sci-Fi <laughs> Channel Canadian production. <laughs> That's uh, I don't know how much an autograph for uh, Patrick Stewart is. But it would want, be one of the best trolls to do for, I'll say a troll to do. I will get an autograph of a, even if it's like a, uh, like one of these size, like 11 by 16 or 11, 16 by 20 size poster of Life Force and have him sign. <laughs> he probably would. No charge. <laughs> no charge. I have fond memories of this. I got to make out with a guy. <laughs> I made them do several takes. <laughs> hey, uh, sir, I, I, I'll be and I'll be that asshole. I'll be like, hey, uh, sir St- Patrick Stewart. Um, uh, two things: can you sign this life, uh, life force po- poster? Number one. Um, uh, number two. Uh. Can you say Harkonnen animal, please? Because <laughs> I was watching the 1980s version of Dune again, so and him just saying Harkonnen animal and it making I know animal is probably three syllables. He actually pronounces it 
three syllables like animal. Like, oh my god, Patrick. Legendary. <laughs> yep. Legendary. As it should be. <laughs> it's like, dude, Patrick going all out eating this. What the hell was that? What? The ping? Oh. No, I heard. So oh, yeah. I see. I see. I see. Uh, no, it's probably... not IRC. That hasn't been around forever. No, I were folks. I have my. Uh, because some things uh, require me looking stuff up on Voodoo, I have my Xbox up and running. Uh, and one of my friends on my list sent me a message on Xbox. And because my Xbox account is attached to my Windows account, uh, it just message pops up. Hey, you have a you know notification. You have a message on through Xbox. I'm like, oh, so. So either way, so just let me know when you want to get things started, madam. Yep, whenever you're ready. Put on the mask. Put on the mask or to get stuffles again. Get the gimp. <laughs> <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. Now we don't do that one. <laughs> I'm already working on a video about that that'll get me crucified, as if it hasn't before. My Rocky Horror Picture Show is already going to get me crucified. I'm like, should I drop it yet? Should I drop it yet? Should I wait? Should I drop it? I, I bitch at you for not dropping any videos, but I haven't dropped one in over a month, two months now. I'm just waiting to see when the good time is to drop it. Because, like, I know we're getting to the time of year, like, June and summer when people go ape shit over the movie. And then when they go ape shit again in the fall. And it's just one of those things where it's like, when do I release it to get the most views, the most angry reacts to it? Probably October. Let me shit on your plans. Well, well, October, they're all uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, but they're also, doing... they also do that in June and July, too. Don't ask me why. I've literally well, done research to try to figure out why that this damn thing pops up at odd times throughout the year. There is no logic. Either way. <laughs> It, it could be a Disney thing because they own the rights now and it's pre-Disney Fox and they don't they don't want to lose the rights, but they don't want any old buddy share, you know, showing it. And it's like, uh, Disney. Let them make the remake of it. <laughs> Let them, I'll say this. Let them make the remake. I'll be the first person to hop on if Sasha, if you want to defend me on this. <laughs> Because I'll be the first to be the same. It's like, oh, they're doing a remake. Uh, they already did uh, a remake. Uh, a remake of the remake. Oh, and I'll be the first, like, uh, what are they going to do? Replace the lead with a girl and make her get make her Scar lame. Joe. They'll get Scar <laughs> Joe. It's like, Scar I'll, I'll Joe, like, Scar Joe do? and Blackface. <laughs> what are they going to do? Replace the lead with a, a person of color and make them LGBTQ and, and again let me let me reiterate Scarjo <laughs> in blackface because we can't appropriate stuff even more she's like oh it's a challenge I've already played a trans person I've already played characters of 
quote unquote color or certain of ethnicity. <laughs> Time for me to do roll inception. <laughs> and now that I said it, and, and, out and there the furiously is, writing this script. And the thing is, as soon as like that's when Sasha will drop her video on the whole aspect of things and and when people yell at me, it's like, well, it's this, that, and I'm like, well, then ex please explain to me why our a few trans people hate this movie as well. Namely, here's this video. <laughs> why is its creator rampantly transphobic despite being trans themselves? <laughs> I'm surprised they don't explode. <laughs> that... Uh, I've seen that folks do because I've tried to talk to folks about that. It's like, well, they're not really oh, like not regards to somebody who's trans. Like, well, you're being sexist in regards to this being X, Y. Then why does this creator, who is a uterus carrying person that identifies as a female, also bitching about this? Well, she's not. That person's not a real woman. Fuck. <laughs> she is a traitor to her sex, motherfucker. You are the reason why the alt right and those who are considered alt right, like Tim Pool, call someone like yourself a cultist. Stop peeing in the gene pool. <laughs> Here, here's some jumper cables. Let me hook the other end to the battery. And when I say now, lick both of them at the same time, please. I'm just going to start you. selling them rings I found the other day, the voltage <laughs> tester rings, just to see if anybody buys them and uses them. It's too far away to check the voltage. You stick it on your middle finger and plug it right in. <laughs> we'll get them branded somehow. We'll get a couple of long coat mafia. We'll get a few princess of darkness ones. It'd be awesome. Hey, I was I was accidentally shorted ten uh ten hours this week. If you want to send phone funds my way, links are in the description. Helps up the show. <laughs> yeah, this idiot needs to show me how to do link tree. I've tried to figure it out several times, and I don't know how. <laughs> I have come your link tree link. I just want to create one. That's yeah. all. Do I have to come over there and just smack you around a little bit? Or do yeah, I have to have go. Al? Or do I have to have Al do that? No, oh, no, Al, Al, Al would be scared to do that. <laughs> Is he scared of you, or just doing it in general? He's only ever raised his voice once at me, and he got like the eye, and it was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <clears throat> and folks, there's only a certain, probably a certain number of occasions I can actually. Do that to Sasha a couple of times. Yep. We'll get rid of set forms. It'll be our <laughs> legal waivers. But either way. But not in the face. <laughs> That's how it makes my livings. <laughs> Me in a fight. It, it's, <laughs> it's either that or like just go out, get a bag of fucking bean bags and just start tossing them at her. Bing Crosby what says you can beat somebody with oranges and it won't leave bruises. <laughs> what about apples? I don't know about that. He says about oranges. Uh, 
Tomatoes? No, that's usually thrown at people. <laughs> but why do you want oranges? Because Bing Crosby says good. they don't bruise people, and he's <laughs> a noted person who abused people. But I don't want to be like that guy. I want to be different. <laughs> I can see him now handing a 20 to somebody. <laughs> Need you to walk down. Give me a couple bags of oranges so I can beat your ass with. I'll pull a freaking uh, Samuel Puckett from uh, iCarly. Butter sock. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were the old one. I've got no clue about iCarly. Now we know somebody else's kink. <laughs> I, hey, I used to, it was it was on roughly at the same time of SpongeBob SquarePants, so you know, left it on. Are you on that island list? <laughs> no, <laughs> I like I like mine a, at least legal age to drink. I need two proofs of identification. <laughs> Two proofs of identification, blood type, and a tattoo. And just to be safe, I, I need parental signatures. I'm just covering all my bases. <laughs> oh, what people must think of us. <laughs> they hate us as it is. They've been, they've been barely listening. They've been trying to jumpstart everything since the start of the year. But either way, lion face. Tiger face, lion wait, wait, face. is it lemon face and then lion face, or is it lion face and then lemon face? I always get confused. Which one's first? <laughs> Comment down below. Does it? But An email. Does it really? Does it matter? All right, you ready? Yeah, ready. Alonzo, I'm bored. What plaything do you have for me today? Well, something from the SK system, man. And this is one that has been waiting for a while. He probably and has a list. Oh, this is the other one that was on the list. And it's from the other state that wants to compete with Florida. And it's out of Utah, I believe. Oh, Utah. Yes, we got a local yes. locale out there. So that's that's convenient. Now, this is a two-week wait, folks. A two-week wait because we left you all on a cliffhanger two weeks ago. Because last week we spoke about a man who got struck by lightning because while masturbating to the Bible. <laughs> yes, it is a story, folks. Um, the full title is Man Struck by Lightning While Masturbating to the Bible Says He Now Believes It Is a Sin to Masturbate. Oh, uh, a uh, article starts as uh, a widower who has struck by lightning as he masturbated to the Bible says I got to correct grammar because it says uh, a widower who who was struck by lightning as he masturbated to the Bible, say he now believes that masturbation is sin. Nice grammar when I could probably write something, a, a better sentence than that. Uh, I'm 
this must be somebody who is not fully American, uh, an English native, because the grammar's all wrong. Because it says American, John Taylor. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it's not really a <laughs> uh, decent journalism unless you're writing for him uh, somewhere else in the world. Uh, John Taylor of Mount Pleasant, Utah, was found in critical condition after being struck down by a lightning bolt. He told officers he had been masturbating to the Bible moments prior, moments before the incident. Um, Which parts was he doing that to? I said, according to Mount Pleasant patrol officers who rescued the 66-year-old religious man, uh, so he decided to, decided to go for a stroll on Mount Pleasant that day and was caught offset by a raging storm, which ultimately might have cost him his life. But let's see here. Uh, he said, speaking of his experience, he told reporters that since my wife passed away last year, I've seen the tranquility of hiking trails at Mount Pleasant. I'd bring my Bible and meditate about God, Jesus, and created, creation. Uh, let's see here. Uh, possibly simple ways. Just the fact that he was doing the deed moments before you being struck down, and again says he declares it a sin. Uh, I'm ashamed that to say that I was fulfilling my dirty deeds while holding the sacred object written down from the sacred word of God. I feel attended this punishment simple ways. I feel blah blah blah. He said, I was a bit depressed. Now, when he means the sacred object, I'm sure we're talking about the Bible, right? Oh, here it is. Uh, he said uh, he was reading the book of Ezekiel that day that and admonishes others to read it. With <laughs> All them dry mind. bones. Uh, he, said, uh, <laughs> he said his sexual urges exploded while reading verses <laughs> Ezekiel 19 and 20, which he wants he warns must be read only by a strong, devout Christians with a greater understanding of the Bible's inherent truths. Oh my! Wait a minute. What do, what does Ezekiel? Ezekiel's the guy who died and came back from the dead, if I'm not mistaken. Now I was just wondering what Ezekiel. Uh, 19 and 20 read or at least say Ezekiel 19 oh, we're getting our Sunday Let's school go. lessons folks it says or at least 19 uh, it's a long one uh, at least 19 says uh, take up a laminate concerning the princess of Israel and say what a lioness was your mother among the lions? She lay down among them and reared her cubs. She brought up one of her cubs and she became a strong lion. He learned to tear the prey. It's not anything sexual. What weird. It's a song uh, of mourning. It's about mourning. Yeah. Uh, Ezekiel 19.10 starts. Uh, your mother was like a. It sounds like like one of those your mama jokes, though. Um, nothing against the Bible. It says your mama, your mother was it like a vine in your vineyard planted by the water. It 
was fruitful and full of branches. But again, this is nothing like uh, nothing of this is like they got stripped down and did the deed. This is all just as she probably said about mourning and just about how in essence how strong a woman can be. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something, you know, it's like, why? No, I mean, clearly he was dealing with some grief. And yeah. But it's it's Crazy. just one of those like when I saw it, it's like, yeah, this is this is the a perfect lumser on board type of ordeal. Yeah, we're trying to make sense to the crazy here, and it, it, sometimes you just can't. Right. And of course, if I was like a Randall type of character, I'd be going, yeah, but did he come? <laughs> uh, it didn't say, because after what I just, last little bit, what said was like Ezekiel 19 and 20, uh, that was pretty much the end of the article as it is. I'm like, dude. Wow. Now to find something new and probably more Florida man type stuff for next next week. So and and uh what well, not TS, what was his buddy from Mall Rats? Played by Jason Lee. Brody. Oh, I know Brody. Yeah. Brody be like, yeah, but that's just there's some questions you don't ask people in public. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh goodness uh, gracious! Well, that was a weird one. That was quite. No, a show. You, hey, you wanted weird. That's one of the things prerequisites for this that we started about a year ago. You wanted weird. At the end of the day, though, like I almost guarantee that there's some sort of mundane, crazy stuff that happens in Australia every day that would blow this out of the water. But they just call. Oh, yeah, we're just doing what we do. I mean, these are but people the who is, blood surf with sharks. But the thing is, you have Australia trying to outdo outdo Florida, and Florida trying to outdo Australia. So <laughs> we should we should be trying to get some sort of uh, back and forth interesting stuff. So I'll try to dig out something for next week for all of you for that. So as we is, don't go to the mountaintop and. Pull your chain. Right. Dramatic. Pause. Shut up and take my money. said as you probably heard the traumatic pause and our second 
intro music for the show, depending on what platform you're listening to. Uh, but that being said, I am the Reverend Godfather, main host and frontman for the Long Coat Mafia podcast, most hated and least listened to and even less interacted with podcast, geek, mafia-themed geek podcast on the internet. Uh, somewhat virtually across from me is Sasha the Princess of Darkness, the, the most hated horror hostess and reviled the by all the world. <laughs> And uh, normally I would say the person who hasn't posted up a video in a while, but that would be the pot calling the kettle black right now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Well, we're working on stuff. I did have a writing day. So you're, you're working on stuff. You're working on stuff. I, I have no reason to that. I've been just working on the audio for the past couple of weeks. And I took last week off. It's bad enough this upcoming Tuesday. I'm going to be doing laundry and uh, other shit. So... Fun times. Fun times. But anyways, um, that will bring us into, of course, our trailer trash of the week. Um, do you want to go first there, Chris? Um, I don't really have any trailer trash. Or at least I don't remember, like, oh, that would be good, I, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> well, so... this, this is a movie for me that... that, that oh, trailer <laughs> trash! I thought you meant trailer trash as in trailer trash as in almost low-cal no okay. no, no that's low-cal roundup <laughs> we'll that's get to true. that shortly trailer trash my bet it's been my my brain has not fully gotten back to gears that it lost during my head cold last week so yes i have one it is a film from the early 80s i mean like come back you know what? I'm going to... Now what the hell do I do with my tablet? Uh, show you where my brain's been at for the past couple weeks. Uh, let's see. The movie is pure and simple. The 80s classic. Let's see. Let's pull it up. It is... Yep, early 80s. Came out in 1981. The movie is Blood Beach. Oh, that is a good one. You got a little bit of a synopsis for us? These, sir, uh, I'll give you the tagline that was used for this movie. Just when you thought it was safe to go back to the... How do they put it? Uh, The tagline was, let me bring it. You know, I'll use... How do they put it? Just when you thought it was go safe to go back in the water, you have to get there first. Pretty much the uh um uh, pretty much riffing on Jaws. Riffing on Jaws, um, or in essence, Jaws 2. This movie occurred from what I was reading out, pretty much occurred during the time of movies like Jaws that you didn't really see the creature until like the end of the movie so there's that and this movie stars pick it up the one the only uh see here no they don't bring it up uh what's his name from uh rocky 
uh, cast. Let's bring up the cast. That, there it is. Uh, Burt Young, who was in Rocky. We'll, we have uh, another Rocky-related news later in the show. But uh, those... Uh, Burt Young and Rocky played uh, uh, Adrian's brother in that film. But in this, he, he plays like a detective and there's a lot of uh, something attacking folks on the beach by kind of pulling them down. I remember watching this movie, I want to say in the mid 80s, like 87, 88 on like HBO. Uh, it was one of those movies that I'm like, this is very intriguing because I just remember like something pulling folks down into the sand and you mm -hmm. don't know what's ca causing it. And it turns to out to be this creature that is, has like tendrils or something that is using those tendrils to kind of reach out into the sand and pull its food down. Um, it It's an interesting movie. It seems a little slow, but it is a 1980, early 80s film. You see a lot of this, uh, especially this type of film where the, uh, like Jaws, you don't see that. You see what's happening to people but you don't see the monster, the creature, or what have you. Uh, again, this movie was like, same thing with uh, Hugh the Winged Beast, it, mm -hmm. where you don't really, see, you don't see the the creature, or you might see glimpses of the creature throughout the film, but it, it it's a weird pacing if you're not used to that type of movie. Uh, like a lot of folks might be used, not you're really used to that nowadays, because you it's mostly folks reacting to what's happening and what is happening, but you're not seeing the cause of what's happening. It, I do say check it out. Uh, it is a low budget. Probably the next film. I already probably have one or two films on the docket to check out and rewatch. Uh, I watched maybe about two thirds of this movie already. It's found on Plex. It's found also on YouTube. Uh, just be forewarned, they both will have ads, and you can both, in essence, both watch them free on both outlets. Uh, just search up uh, Blood Beach, it comes up. The trailer's up there. Uh, hopefully, if I remember to put the links in the description to the trailers, you'll be able to see it. Uh, I will say this, they sense, quote unquote, censored on YouTube, censored one part of the trailer, but when you watch that scene in the movie, there's nothing really to censor. So it's like, why is it censored? This shouldn't be censored anyway. But either way, Sasha, what is your little bit of trailer trash? Well, for me, I have to go with 1994's Evolver. Now, this was a direct-to-video film by Mark Rosman. <laughs> he had also directed um, and also wrote this film, as well as House on Sorority Row back in the 80s. Um, it stars a young Ethan Embry. Or, uh, if you remember many 90s film, Ethan Embry was in those. <laughs> Cassidy Ray and his sin... Sydney Pickett, but uncredited. <coughs> oh, excuse me, cough. <coughs> but uncredited uh, voice work for the killer robot in this film is done by a William H. Macy, who you might know from Fargo, Jurassic Park 3, and a couple other movies. <coughs> As I die choking to death. But it's about 
basically a military company that develops an AI. And of course, that AI doesn't get used by the military. So they decide to use it in a virtual reality video game. And then the geniuses are like, well, the top scoring player will give them a real robot program with that AI to play with. Well, soon the AI is learning how to dispatch his enemies with more than nerf darts using ball bearings and knives and replace the darts and, of course, the nerf balls. And the robot is very sassy. Um, it's interesting to hear William H. Macy's come out of the killer robot, his voice. Um, it's just a lot, lot of dumb fun. Um, the robot designs are exceptionally well done. Um, feels like they cribbed a lot from uh, Chopping Mall, if you've ever seen that. Uh, but it's a brilliant film, and it kind of feels like, as terrible as it may make me sound, but what small soldiers... Uh, Megan and of course the Child's Play remake cribbed off of to basically make their movie because honestly a lot of the elements from all three of those films that came later owe a lot to Evolver but yeah that's my pick of the day hey, what is next uh, I don't want make, to makes it seem like we are trying to move things quickly but um well, the next part would be Lolcal Roundup. Um, don't have much updates on that this week, other than somebody we haven't talked about yet. Um, Daniel Larson has just gotten arrested, um, but he is a crazy rabbit hole that we're going to go down on. It's not like that phrasing, Sastra, but we're going to investigate and talk further on at some point in Lolcal Roundup. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's been avoiding a lot of his hearings and things of that nature. Um, he's the guy who tried to interact with that one coach at a college that used to be a quarterback or a football player for a mainstream place. Um, so it's, his story's kind of interesting and there's a whole thread on that. Um, but he got arrested. Chris is still on his bullshit, trying to backtrack what he has said in the past and then basically throwing a temper tantrum because he did get kicked out of those cons as a person non grata. That was the finalized statement. He did nothing wrong, obviously, from the finalized reports we talked about last time. But they just didn't want him there because him just being there was disrupting everything that was going on. So, fun times. And so that will bring us to, of course... Nerd news, unless you have anything you want to add the Lowell Cal Roundup. Uh, I have nothing right now uh, in regards to any type of like locales on my end. Um, just a lot of it's been mostly uh, rumor and just low key stuff. I just want to make sure, like I said, Sasha knows I'd rather confirm a lot of my sources and what. Uh, I've been hearing before I bring them on the show. At least that way I I know more than what I'm talking about. Instead of just uh, saying bullshit. Though at times I will say bullshit just to see who's paying attention. But still, uh, I'd rather be more knowledgeable in the bullshit that I talk about than, than not. But I, let me say this to bump up. Because we do always have, even though we're trying to have a set topics right now with our shows um i am currently researching possibly 
another bit of uh trailer trash for next week. I just want to make sure it's the same damn movie I remember seeing as a young lad in the early 90s. So now for nerd news. Yep. Now for that, um, you had shown me a poster recently for the siren character for the Borderlands movie. Did you want to start there? Yeah. Um, just been hearing um, regards to to that. Um, it it the poster might have been fan made. It it was released by. I think I sent it to you on chat. Um, yeah. In regards to. And yeah, looking it, at it now, it looks like it came from DeviantArt. Yeah, it could have so came it's from DeviantArt. Faker than fake. But the 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 thing is, I brought up a couple of times that, that we haven't seen any uh, promotional stuff from Gearbox from the studio that's doing this. In regards to the movie, but the movie is going to be released August 9th. Um, and rumor has it, folks, are that Borderlands 4 is going to be released either a week, uh, either on August 9th as well, to kind of uh, be part of the hype train that is this movie, or within a, a week or two to kind of continue the hype so both the movie and the game could uh, ride each other's coattails to keep back and forth. Oh, you see the movie, now play the game. Or you've played the game, now go see the movie. But the description that was um, put with this uh, possible fake movie trailer, or I would say not movie trailer, movie poster, uh, it says the group that I was a part of is called uh, Movie Magic with Brian. I'm not knocking this group at all, but it's if this is the synopsis that was given to them, my hopes just got for this movie being remotely good, just went deeper. I mean, deeper underground uh, because it it reads like this, folks, and this is verbatim. Get ready for some outer space shenanigans as Eli Roth takes the helm for this adaptation of the popular video game series Borderlands. Will premiere August 9th, 2024. Lilith, an infamous outlaw with a mysterious past, reluctantly returns to her home planet of Pandora to find the missing daughter of the universe's most powerful SOB, Atlas. Lilith forms an alliance with an unexpected team. Roland, a former elite mercenary, now desperate for redemption. Tiny Tina, a feral pre-team demolitionist. Craig, Tina's muscle-bound, rhetorically challenged protector. Tannis, the scientist with a tenacious grip on sanity. And Claptrap, a persistently wise-ass robot. These unlikely heroes must battle alien monsters and dangerous bandits to find and protect the missing girl who may hold the key to unimaginable power. The fate of the universe. 
it, it sounds like if that's how this, to my opinion, as a fan of Borderlands and the one of the few people that kind of writes on how the game to this day is unfixed, both Borderlands, not so much Borderlands 2, but Borderlands 3 and Tiny Tina's and the pre-sequel, it sounds like they took the cliff notes of the movie and made cliff notes of that. Uh, or should I as say... as no, this makes it sound like it makes it sound like Battlefield Earth did a better movie adaptation over the book than this is going to do over the game. And Battlefield Earth, the movie, was a Cliff Notes version of a Cliff Notes version of a Cliff Notes version of a Cliff Notes version. To admit, though, with the original Borderlands game plot wise. It was kind of lacking because, like, you only had what Commandant Steel for a little bit, and she didn't show up until like the tail end as a major antagonist. Um, at least with Borderlands 2, you get Handsome Jack, who, let's be honest, right. was the antagonist that we needed in a game because you love to hate him. Um, <clears throat> but trying to adapt the first one, I can kind of understand wanting to crib from other things and trying to flesh out more of a story. Um, don't get me wrong, first Borderlands game is fun because it's loot, shoot, and have fun. Right. But even that had some level of story and some you know. level, and you were a character on the hunt for a vault. You knew uh, even in, in the introduction of the first Borderlands game, it says Lilith, the siren. And yeah. she was already a badass in you had some level of backstories for each of the damn characters. Heck, the backstory for why Cap Claptrap was doing what he was doing came out in the comics. Uh, granted, I didn't live, read the comics, but I found out what happened. He was pretty much a service bot. To a fr he was helping out, uh, in essence, a human friend. She passed away, and he just pretty much took the job up to kind of welcome the Vault Hunters. So... It, yeah. it's um, it's just like and how much it, of that is still canon because let's be honest video games with their canonicity is odd they have a little bit more canon now uh and things are a little bit flushed out but the way i what i've been hearing what gearbox has been gearbox has been doing uh from what has been uh mentioned or at least what's going out there by I'll hell, I'll mention this game. I'll I'll tell him we talked about him on on the show. Uh, he's not going to care if he does listen to sh uh, the the podcast. I'm I'm welcome that he does. And again, I'll I'll say it right here, Mac. Morning after kill. If you're listening to this and you made it this far in our our show, uh, you are more than welcome to contact me again. And come on my or rink on the my end of the rinky dink aspects of my podcast on my YouTube channel. I'll be more than happy to speak to you and release everything. Uh, on my end, you're more than welcome to record things on your end and release things on your end. Uh, I'll say that right here for the record. But morning, morning after Kill has uh, released the phone calls that he's had with Gearbox and 2K developers, and they are pretty much fucking damning. I'll say that right now. That he's brought up how things aren't fixed and what the 
pretty much why the player base is doing what they're doing. And pretty much Gearbox and 2K is like, oh, we don't fucking care. That's not what our numbers are showing. And he's saying these are why those num- numbers are showing what they're showing. And Gearbox, and they're saying, well, we don't, fu- we don't fucking care. We don't fucking care. We don't care. Yeah, he's welcome on the show anytime in my aspect. Yeah. So that's yeah, how you, I look at it. But morning after kill, Mac, you're more than you're more than welcome on the show, uh, as it is to laugh, yeah. make fun, and whatever our said you, our, our little experiment. And again, Mac, if you're listening, you're more, uh, you have my permission to record, uh, whether it's through Discord or anything like that. Heck. Mac, if you're willing to at least give me the audio side of stuff so I can air the stuff on my side, we're cool. I'll put that out right here. Uh, you're more than welcome. The all branch, the invitation is out there. But uh, he's been putting a lot out how some of the uh, bigger creators or the folks that are on his level of uh, the Borderlands community uh, treat the smaller creators like shit or just want to get paid and just shell out a lot of the, the bull crap that Gearbox is putting out there and forcing either the fans to kind of shun the, the little creators, meaning how it seems, I'll say it like this, how it seems, I'm not going to put words in Mac's mouth, uh, but what has been said and what I'm taking in is that if I go on Twitch when, let's say, Borderlands, comes out, Borderlands 4 comes out in, let's say, uh, August 13th or what have you in correlation with the Borderlands movie. I go out, I buy it. I pop, you know, for my Xbox, I decided, hey, I have a Twitch account. I might as well to start streaming this and hook up the camera so folks can see it and record my reaction on how I feel about playing Borderlands 4. And I, I clip that stuff out and put it up on YouTube. Some of the larger creators, if they hear my complaints, will try to get me either will bury me, not send folks my way, or if I find a glitch, like how dare he publicize this glitch or this cheat or this strategy to get by this boss. It, like my thoughts on what I've done and played on on Twitch and put on YouTube are invalid. Meaning I'll get back, I'll get their fans if I known that I'm doing that, I'll get their fans trying to badmouth me. But what Mac is trying to do, if I'm, a, again, that small creator trying to say, hey, here's my reaction to Borderlands, here's where my thoughts are on it as I'm playing it, hey, check out this guy. He's trying to do Borderlands content. Show him some love. Yep. He, he, yeah, so uh, that's my respect for what Matt, uh, Morning After Kill is doing. So, uh and getting that information out there and try to build up smaller creators that are that love that do nothing but Borderlands content. So Mac, you have that, you have my respect for that. So though I'm sure there's probably something out there. I might not agree with what you say or do, but I do respect that you, you are doing what you do. Indeed. So, um, Super Bowl, what is next weekend? Yeah, the eleventh. Uh, I don't know if I'm working that day. Probably not. So if I'm not, I'll probably be here in the safe house playing D and D that night, podcasting. or or podcasting. One of the two. So uh, probably I'll probably have 
uh, the Super Bowls, the TV on, watching it while doing podcasting or D&D, one of the two. So it'll be like a blow-by-blow stuff. That, ooh, we're going to have, that might be something, again, it's on TV, so. What's next on the docket, Sasha? Or am I bringing up the next little bit of topic in regards to it? Uh-oh, technical difficulties, we got paused. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. We'll return to our program shortly. One hour later! Can you move it along? I'm all out of time cards. You with me? Yeah, I'm with you now. With you now. All what right. happened? I don't know. It just kind of crapped itself. Uh, so what else do we have on the docket for news? Um, I know I just saw the trailer for that uh, horror movie, uh, Tarot. That looks pretty interesting. I kind of uh, slipped underneath my radar. Um, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, there's a few that I want to check out. But so, folks, sorry for the technical difficulties. As I was saying, um, we'll probably be, uh, if I'm either D&D, playing D&D, or... Uh, if I'm not working, but I'm playing D&D or recording with Sasha, during that time that it's on, I'll probably be we'll have my TV on mute, uh, but keeping track of it blow by blow, always paying attention to it on some streaming service or another, if I'm able to. So Who's playing? I heard it was the Chiefs and somebody else. Something like that. Just a lot of Taylor folks are looking at Taylor Swift or something like that, but either way. Boo-hoo. Somebody's in Boo-hoo. a relationship. And a healthy one at that. Get over it. But um, I haven't seen any trailers. I tend to stay away from trailers due to the fact that uh, nine chances out of ten, they really give away the plot of the movie or whatever the twist is going to be for the movie right away. Uh, Thank you. I think it was like uh, Terminator Dark Phoenix or whatever it was. Uh, Dark Fate. Dark Fate. Um, but uh, I try to stay away from that. But the other one, you you're the one that uh led me on to this in regards to geek news is that uh there may be a dark tower TV series down the pike. Now I think Sasha knows that I am I won't say I am the resident dark tower expert, but I am the quasi dark tower or Stephen King fan. I was, but uh, I'm usually the one. I like his older shouting. stuff. I like his older stuff. His newer stuff has been. Uh, my my aspect is condone drugs or drinking, but you know, for Stephen King, it worked. Right for Stephen King, right? Uh, we don't count Stephen... maximum overdrive. That didn't happen. Uh, uh, I'll say this: Stephen King, right now, uh, the way he is. On Twitter, it's like with him, like him, hate him. The way he talks about Trump, it, you may you just want to look at Stephen King. And be like, so when do you when do you and Trump want to fuck? Because that's how you're talking about him right now. Yeah. Um, because like, well, Trump should shut up. But like, here's the thing: you're talking about your your name is on his name is on your lips right now. Yep. Fucking ignore him. Shut up. You don't want all, all this. Yada, yada, yada. You do this. Shut up. Leave his name out of your shit. Yep. Leave his name out of your feed. 
just write what we want you to write. That's good stories. Don't put your political and your agenda and what you that shit in your books. We want to get scared by you. When yeah, folks we, are putting out better creepy pastas than you are right now, says a lot about the indie community. So you got people looking at Dean Koontz for movies. Okay, that says everything. Right. When folks are looking at Clive Barker and Dean Koontz right hey, now, <laughs> Clive Barker is gold. Let's not mess with Clive Barker. But I'm Koontz, saying Clive aside Bar- from Cl- Watchers. And what is it? Oh, the, something Phantoms? about lightning. And what, Phantoms? Thomas. Phantoms? What about Phantoms? Yes, Phantoms. and Phantoms. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> but, like a motherfucker. But I'll say, uh, Clive Parker is a very good author, too. So, uh, decent, good love out to Clive Parker. And Coons comes too. from my home state, so. Yeah, and I think Clive, hey, Clive Parker shares my birthday, so. Shout out to Clive Barker. He's a cool. I just I'll think it's funny, cool. like when when Clive Barker came out, everybody's like, "Wait, he's gay? Wait, he's into the kinks?" scene. I'm like, "Were you not reading anything that he wrote?" It's like I didn't know. Let me put it like this: I didn't realize he was part of the LGBTQ community until like much later. I'm like, wait a minute, Hellraiser was good shit. Wait a minute, wait a minute. My one of my favorite movies again to this day is Nightbreed. That was a good damn movie. Fuck it. What was the original name? Cabal? Cabal, yeah. Like, fuck, fuck it. He, those are good stories. I Lord want, of Illusions know, deserved better. I like that movie. Granted, it's I haven't good, really read but you know, read the book. It could have been better. I'm just saying, you know, it this. How can it be made? It's like, why are you watching something? Somebody can say of always. We can both agree on that. That needs to be a film already. Which what what was it? Eve of Always, the the kids I, book he wrote. Oh, I have yet to read that. I want to read that. But uh, I'll say this: there's a lot of folks out there that put out great content that years and years ago I didn't realize that they were a member of the LGBTQ community, and I I still support what they do. And I love what they do. I don't care I just, that. They're, I just think it's funny that, that people were shocked and surprised when he came out. And it's like, seriously? <laughs> you, you you didn't think he was into masochism and sadism? sadism? You didn't think he was part of the queer community? But at, okay. at right now, it'd be like, like when you say that now, it's like, well, that explains Hellraiser a lot. Yeah, but it explains Cabal. <laughs> Like half the story is being accepted, finding your people, and then everybody trying to persecute you for being what you are. When in reality, the real monsters are the people pursuing you. It's got deeper subtext to it than what you think, and it can talk to a whole mess of people on all spe- sides as well, too. So either way, but uh, I would uh, like for like this. Uh, back in the day, I was a very. I'll say this. Before he he got hit by a car, by a van. Uh, I don't know when he was goofed up on them per- Percocets and everything else. He wasn't. Some of the stuff was okay. He wrote the last couple entries of the Dark Tower series that way. I mean, yes, some of it shows, but some of it's some of the uh, best stuff that he did. He did life like this. There are eight, but I don't. I'm one of the probably the fans that don't count. Uh, call Susanna. Uh, call Susanna is one of the ones I count, but P 
because it's part of the the series. But went through the keyhole. It was done after everything was written, and it was just felt like it just shoehorned in, and it just didn't really fit into the overall storyline. Uh, but and there was like a brief little bit of like a short story or novella that was made during that initial seven book one uh, that tells a little bit more about Roland's story. Uh, there is another book that also kind of ties into the Dark Terror Tower, uh, Dark Tower series in a little bit. Uh, that is uh, Through the Eyes of the Dragon, which is mm -hmm. a, a, a fairy tale story that he wrote for one of his daughters. Um, a little bit of everything it, in his dips to the Dark Tower. Let's be frank. Um, and even but, Joe Hill and his rating is starting a crossover in some of his dad's work. I mean, Nosferatu really dips into the Dark Tower. That's my uh, interest I'll say this. the uh, uh, Through the Eyes of the Dragon uh, takes place on the same level as the Dark Tower series, in a way. Uh, just different part of the world, probably. But for the most part, also Talisman, but that was co-written by King and Peter Straub. Right. Uh, but initially, let me put it like this. Uh, we're getting a series now, and I'm not knocking the movie starring, uh, what's his name, in Edris Alba. It's uh, a sequel. They, it's, it's a sequel. He has the learn. But... <laughs> you gotta watch it in that context and it changes the whole movie for you wait the one the idris alba was no it, it was just a. it was a sequel uh, it was a sequel to the series uh because he has the horn um i can't remember the name of the horn but the horn at the end of it it's another cycle of Ka, but it is a continuation because he can change the outcome now that he has the horn i know in the Books I read, he had the horn with him. Right, but he's able but, to Right. But the aspect... It's technically of, a sequel. That's why it's different. <laughs> he says that, but the original... Uh, it was Ron Howard back when the books got finished. It was supposed to be a the equivalent of a Lord of the Rings. Meaning he was yep. going to do the first... First three, if I'm remembering things correctly, he was going to do the first three books, i.e., first three movies. Three, based on each movie was going to be based on the first three books to get you interested in everything. Then there was going to be a series that continued after, mm -hmm. and he wanted uh, Ron Howard wanted like a billion dollars to do. Similar to what Peter Jackson did with The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Film all three, do all the effects and everything else, and go from there. The studios pretty much told him, fuck you, we ain't doing that, that's too much money. We ain't doing that for something that might fail. You're not Peter Jackson. So they gave up. It, I think movie, they forget Dark where Peter Jackson came from. I honestly do. <laughs> Right. They, if you told 
12-year-old me, after finishing up Dead Alive, that the guy who directed that was going to direct Lord of the Rings, I would have told you you're full of crap. But we got this ship, like, seven, what would be, if you want to do movies, you got, or if you want to go by the books, you had seven books chopped up and squinched into maybe two hours worth of a movie. And again, I'm not knocking what, you know, was put out. Uh, Edward Oliver, and I'm not sure the other actor's name. Oh, uh, shit. It was okay, but... It, it was okay, but they should They tried to do it as a sequel. Uh, I remember Stephen King saying, because a lot of fans were bitching about it because it's not an adaptation of the books. He said, oh, it's just another level of the tower. Oh, dear God, we don't want something that's from a... This Cycle was supposed to be... Uh, uh, or a cycle car. We want this was supposed to be an adaptation of the the original books or the books that were available at the time, and we don't want you fiddling with the books. Every, now, now we want what was there. We want the storyline as it is, and the this aspect. Hopefully, hopefully, uh. And it's probably going... I don't believe what Screen Rant has to say. I don't have any high hopes for this. I've seen the casting for it. I'll put it like this. Well, there's I a pilot am, there. I am upset that Scott Eastwood is not part of this. Period. Should be. Should be. Because I've seen photos back in the day of Scott, Scott Eastwood... Clint's son, and I'm not a bet. <laughs> I'm not part of the LGBTQ community. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that would be, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. If we had a time machine, young Thomas Jane. I'd take it. I'd take it, young Thomas Jane, because uh, initially. He's still uh, my publisher. <laughs> initially, Roland. Uh, a lot of folks, uh, like everybody, when they saw uh, Professor X, they saw pretty much Patrick Stewart. When people were reading Dark Tower, they saw Clint Eastwood as Roland, mm -hmm. because they it, it would have been he would have been that perfect. He he's done that cowboy, he's done that gunslinger type of role. I'd say, and since. Scott how uh Scott Eastwood, his son, is has that familiar re family resemblance to his dad. Why not? And he could be that hot heartthrob too, but it, it's that aspect. I'm a fan. The series it's supposedly Amazon Prime video, but who knows? We'll see. But there we'll is see. early, early, very early um like pilot that's out there. Um, you'll have to research it and find it, but it was filmed. Um, it's kind of like uh, back in the day when we all wanted to see the original Fantastic Four movie and not the Fox one, the Corman one. Um, but it's spoken in hushed tones and hard to find, kind of like uh, how uh, the holiday special was. 
but apparently this is worthwhile seeking out. I haven't found it yet. I've went looking, but there is a pilot out there. And it was one of those, like, you know, how they'll film a pilot just to show proof of concept. Right. Right. I want to get that other actor's name. Just that uh, the. the, the... Personally, if Amazon doesn't get what's his name, who did Dr. Sleep and all those Netflix haunting shows like the the haunting of whatever, the haunting of Hill House, et cetera, et cetera. And get him to do the Stephen King like Dark Tower series. The, I, I think it's a missed opportunity. Let me put it like this: the uh, the other person involved, I couldn't place his name. I just pulled it up. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was, played the other character across uh, Idris Albert. Both of them did a wonderful job trying to sell their roles, sell the movie. And I'm not knocking what they did to kind of all that it. I kind of like the Dark Tower movie, but it's not how it was. It's it's, it's funny because Matthew McConaughey, like a younger one, not like young, 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 but younger. Like every time I watch like The Stand and then I watch like the recent remake, like Flag, a younger Matthew McConaughey would have been perfect for that role. The thing is, in Dark Tower movie, that that's the role he played. Yeah. Flag is that his role. Is the, the Red is, King, the Red he, uh, Pretty much Flag is... Crimson King. He's not the Crimson King. He's a servant of the to Crimson. the Crimson, Crimson yeah. King. And what you find is that he has this history. He's this uh, magician, very strong magician. And he's this agent of chaos in the book. He is not so much. He's a court magician. He's a court advisor to. Isn't he also the man in black? um, Yeah, he's the man in black. Okay, right. Uh, You come to find out that he is a court advisor. He's a um, really high person in the court that Roland is. Pretty much, Roland would be is in essence a prince, and what Roland is, he's not just. Gunslingers in Roland's world or the Dark Tower, world of the Dark Tower are... Descendants uh, of Arthur. Descendants of Arthur. He is a descendant of Arthur. Him and his dad are. But the gunslingers... Yeah. No, I'm saying uh, the gunslingers are themselves... The best comparison I can make are the judges from Judge Dredd. Mm. Meaning they are... uh, even though they are army, they are also the law. Meaning, if the even I though a town know. can have, they um, they are even though towns could have their own laws, they are seen as oh, this person is a gunslinger. What they say goes. They are the servants of yeah, because the people of that town that have to deal with the wolves of Kala go to the gunslingers in the series and ask for support and aid. Yeah, they go to they see they see Roland and they see his trainees, uh, who come from pretty much our realm, and they see that as different points in time, right? Uh, and they see them as gunslingers, and thus you know you have that Western posse motif as mercenaries. So there's that whole interdynamic in regards to it, and it's a very 
it's Stephen King's Lord of the Rings type of books. Yeah. But, I found the um, Dark Tower um, cliff notes. <laughs> so, like I said, so I, I, have, some of it. I have the digital ebooks version, and you're more than welcome to them. They're not tied to any particular device. So, if you want to read them, yeah, I, I will eventually. Stuff, but it so. was like I, I wanted to see how worth my time this is because I knew there was a lot, it, a lot of stuff from other dips into. The fourth book, I think it's. Uh, the Rose. The third book is the uh, what happens right after uh, the takes place roughly after the what happens on the beach, which is book two. And it's how Jake comes back into the story for with the uh, monstrosities. Uh, that's book two. Okay. Uh, the book three is them. Uh, Roland, uh, Susanna, and Eddie. Uh, Roland teaching Susanna and Eddie, and them starting, in essence, starting their journey, and uh, finally bringing back uh, Jake coming into the boat. That's why you see the the house in the movie uh, being alive and all that, and Jake going through his journey with his sanity. Uh, book four, you, uh, I think it's. Also known as the Song of Sunano, or it's like the I just remember it has like the rose on the cover. Mm -hmm. Uh it it's Rowan telling about how uh what happened with his father because it's a little bit about his past because he was forced to go through a trial to be that gunslinger. Either you pass or you fail. You right. fail, you're you're sent away. You're 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 in essence a dead man. If you're past, you are a and man. Symbolically, you're, you're... him opening up when he's been this closed right. character the whole time. Right, right. And he tells his father the reason why he challenged, uh, went through this challenge of manhood is because he found out the man in black flag was having an affair with his mother. And he, that's where he, he says, uh, his father told me six words that sent a chill through my heart and those six words were I've known over two years me his father knew that this shit was happening and to kind of like there, done that. <laughs> pretty much he's like listen uh, you can't because of you passing this test you can't be here right now you, shit's gotta cool down so he sent Roland and two of his best friends on this journey is like, listen, I'm going to send you to this town. They're, they know you're coming. Uh, just, you're there to find out what's going on. We know about this rebellion. Just say you're going to be counting cattle and, you know, doing inventory. But in reality, you're going to be, check, you know, trying to learn about the rebellion. And he falls in love with this girl that's there. Uh, other shit's going down. It's that pretty much the backstory. Um, and at the end of that, they continue on, and it has a little bit of a, uh, a Wizard of Oz motif during that part. But from there, it continues to the Wolves of Kala and uh, the Song of Susanna, then the, the final book of Dark Tower. 
through the key window the keyhole is just another backstory type mm-hmm. of book kind of, that's just wedged it's in. The similarian of uh right because it was written after the final book and who knows really why he wanted to do it and uh Jay comes off as this angsty little kid that was never really shown in the original run of the series, but he kind of wedged that in there. So it's like, yeah, you, you're trying to add to the story that's not really there. And if any new additions to the books now are changes, that's fucked up. He's pulling a uh, George Lucas with his own fucking work just to kind of say, oh, we're trying to... Uh, I've always wanted to this. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, but we don't want to be Kathy Bates from Misery throwing a crap fit about it. I don't want to be that either. Just that I have what I have. I have the original run sitting in my storage locker. I have those books. I'll enjoy those. I have my uh, e-books that I got from Uncle Tony. Uh, but still. I figured I, I was going to try the audiobooks because I can listen to them at work, but I was like, eh, I'll check out the Cliff Notes and get the gist of what's going on to see if it's worth my time. Um, It did pique my interest in some of the things, and I'm like, alright, so there's probably some more lore and things of that nature that, that I can get from the books. There is a lot more lore in it. Uh, the first book is a little feels a little bit slow and a little bit heavy at the same time. Well, but, he wrote that since his childhood, so... So, yeah, it, it's... Some of the books, like, books two and three are not really that... I, I don't want to say slow, they're books, but the story doesn't seem slow or uh, lore-heavy, like book four and book one might be. But you have to figure, book one is the start of the series where things you have... To, He's trying to catch you up of what's going on, and book four is what happened up to that point. So, and one of the things that audiobooks don't really tell you is that there's uh, a part where one of the characters throws something in the sand or the dirt. They're not going to, somebody reading it's not going to do it. But I will say this the person that reads the audiobooks, does an awesome job for it. I think I have the audiobook somewhere. If not, I can always find them. There's always Uncle Tony. Yep. So. And I, I'm probably going to, like I said, because I'm usually over at Owls a good bit, and there's a library there, and we both have cards. So I, they got the whole book series over there on audiobook. So I can always get them, copy them, turn them into MP3s, and I'll listen away. If anything, I could find the MP3s, uh, the full unabridged stuff, and send them to you as well. That way you don't have to sew them together, have like 150 CDs, MP3 of the CDs sitting somewhere. It's just one big file. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Just just remind me to get on it. I was shocked. I don't know, because I know you go to the library as often as I do. But um, this library still rents games for, like, PS3, so they had a couple rare titles that I wanted to check out. But what blew my mind when I was in the audiobook section, like, way back in the late 80s, somebody did kind of like a radio dramatization of The Mist, where it was all played out and acted. They still had that on tape. Uh, I had the 
I have the uh, audio ver. I, I put it as an MP3. I have that somewhere. Um, it was like an audio version of the mist, like radio audio version of but the mist. It was mist. dramatized, and, and it, it was actors. dramatized. It had actors and it had sound effects, and I, I forgot where where I got my copy from, and I immediately put it on my computer. and made an MP3 of it, and that was like the early two Ks that I managed to do that. Yeah, they had so. tapes, and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, I've got to check that out and get out the old Walkman and see if it still works. <laughs> so I, I'll check. I have it on. Uh, yeah, but there's uh, just something about strapping on a Walkman and popping in a tape, and you know, you what can I mean? burn it. Like for like this, you can burn it as a CD and listen to it that way. True, but 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 you get what I'm saying. There's just something about that static hiss from the tape, right? The uncomfortable right. headphones, yeah. <laughs> but oh, the stuff we used to do as kids, right? So, do you want to put a pin in it here, or do we have some more to discuss? Uh, I say, uh, I don't have anything more to discuss, just that, uh. Folks at home, if you're listening to this, if I didn't post a, a, a Monday episode, I apologize. It, we're ending this roughly at after midnight, and depending on how tired Two I past am. midnight. <laughs> but it's almost quarter past midnight, So, and I don't see anything on here. It just gives me a few days to do my research. Midnight. So, uh, but nothing I really want to talk about or nothing interesting is pop coming up on anything that means I have to do research. So we could put a pin in it for right now. We've been doing this for what, almost two hours now. So that's good enough. Yep. There's a slot so. of content, but otherwise um, we'll put up the link trees wherever this is found. Once I figure out how to make one, I'll just have to sit down and make the time for it. Um, outside of that, um, as I always say, unpleasant screams. And of course, Chris is. I'm a gamer and I'm wearing a bikini. All right. And we're out. Take care, guys.
And now, the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It's a Long Coat Mafia Podcast! You screwed it up. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed this week's program featuring myself and Sasha, the Princess of Darkness. This is the part of the show where I give updates, additions, personal comments to what was said in the main part of the show. I do have at least one addition and one update in regards to everything that was talked about this week. The update is that the person I wanted on to talk about Megacon and quite possibly a few other things uh, turns out no sooner than when I went to contact him through Facebook, uh, he posted up that there was a kind of a family medical emergency that he had to take care of and I decided right then and there called the audible saying or say wouldn't be saying but I was thinking no I can't contact him right now let him take care of his family let him be there for his family before I ask him and trouble him on coming on our show because we here at the Long Coat Mafia podcast uh, put family first, and I want him to at least make sure his family is doing well and stable and that he doesn't have to worry about anything along those lines before, you know, having to deal with our our issues, our drama, and everything else. So, the addition is talking about Carl Weathers. Uh, if you... I'm sure a lot of you who have been following Star Wars recently, namely the Mandalorian, you're familiar who Carl Weathers is. And he played the mayor on a couple of episodes of the Mandalorian. But folks like myself, or to say Gen Gen Xers like myself and Sasha the Princess of Darkness, know Carl from movies like Predator and Rocky and a few other films. And... He is a very well-respected actor. He's been directing a lot of years, and he comes off as a very wonderful guy. I've seen uh, a video that he sent. Now, let me put it like this. A lot of actors like himself, when they go to a show, they do, Hi, I am, insert celebrity name here. Uh, I'll be at uh, insert convention here on insert days here i hope to see you uh some celebrities say hey you i'm x celebrity you know me from x project y projects i'll be at con y on dates one two and three hope to see you there um he the last thing i saw i won't say saw but the video i saw after word of his passing was released was a video he sent for one of the conventions he was going to be appearing at. It was like one of these apology videos. He said, uh, it was just him saying, I'm sorry I can't come to the show. Uh, The project came up that they really want me to be there as a director. So I have to go fulfill that obligation. And I want to be there to meet all you, all my fans, all of you out there that are going to be at this show. Hope to get you, come see you guys next time around. I want to do this show. Came off as very polite. Um, I also saw a video statement from Sylvester Stallone. 
saying how much of a influence Carl was on his life and if it wasn't for in essence giving Carl much credit for helping him do Rocky and being there and being supportive and being the wonderful soul that Carl was and you could tell it was authentic I want to say it was authentic uh, and you could tell that Sylvester was very choked up in saying the words that he was said uh, and praising Carl Weathers in regards to his word. I'm sure um, Arnold Schwarzenegger um, put out a statement to um, I want to see if he did, but for the most part, he seemed Carl seemed like a very gentle soul. Uh, it's said that I never got a chance to meet him myself and talk about him so uh, for those of you out there that may be friends with Mr. Weathers uh, friends and family uh, every um, uh, us here at the Long Coat Mafia podcast send our deepest condolences to Carl Weathers family and friends and extended family and friends that in their time of grief right now he'll be sorely missed in everything he's done and hopefully hopefully I'm getting choked up right now so who knows I might pop in one of the Rockies or Predator and just enjoy his work his body work and if you were a fan of his work sit down have some popcorn. Enjoy his work. Enjoy what he has shared with all of us right now. And I, I'm getting choked up. I'm I'm sad right now. It's talking about this man, this wonderful man's passing. But I will say this before I go: Please check out our our social media. It's in the description down below. It's one of the best ways to support our show, uh, just like liking, sharing, subscribing is. But if you want to support our show uh, beyond that, just follow the links that are in the description. Uh, thank you, Dubby, to be our our sponsor. Uh, I have to check. I doubt anybody has used our code uh, for it. But if you go to their website, just use LCM Podcast at, to get yourself ten percent off. Um, all our other links are in the description. I hope to see you the next episode, whether it's on Friday or on Monday for Lost Media Mondays, uh, and quite possibly next week, next main episode. So, till then, as always, I'm a gamer, I'm wearing a bikini. See you next time on the Long Coat Mafia.